shining a beacon on the bazaar. Yeah, well, y yes, our kid. I can help, Skip. I'm looking stained silverware, kid. Look oh, mate, that. sorry. Uh, let me get a cloth. Let me yeah, get yeah, I'll, I'll polish it. Did, me... did you blacken back step as well, by the uh, way? No, no, I'm going to do it this afternoon, our kid. Let me just get a cloth Christ, on this, this one, though. This isn't good enough. This isn't good enough. I'll tell you something. I, I was looking outside earlier on, you know what I mean? And I, I noticed the light. It's just so grubby outside. Is it? Grubby? I did it last week. I sure did it last week. Last week's not good enough. Oh, mate, I'll get on to this after. I'll do the step. I'll do the silver. I'll do the step. I'll do the light. Yeah, yeah, I'm on it. Let me just polish this now. Just put that on your list of jobs to do, right? Oh, God, fucking hell! Welcome, I need a power somewhere! Oh, Jesus! I need a power! Oh, yeah. oh, 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 alright, I'm better, I'm better. Right, okay, oh. you sure you're better? Ah! You are more <laughs> fucking oh, 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 back! Oh, that didn't tickle. Oh, oh that would have been nasty, wouldn't it? Oh, God. You had a bit of a funny turn, Oh, out, it was too much. It was too much. Look at the size of that wee patch up front of your Oh, look at it all. Oh, God, I didn't, I didn't even need a poo, but you made me poo. Really <laughs> poo? <laughs> poo. Not I didn't poo poo, but I did a wee wee. Alright, oh, I thought you did a little poo, I thought you did a little oh, uh, drop some pebble in back in your tweets. I might have done. I'm all confused, our kid. Bloody hell, Oh, my chops killing all. What are you doing? Yeah, well, you needed it then. But yeah, I mean, because let's face it, I think there you're just a little bit hysterical, our kid. What are yeah. you? Did a turn? Yeah, you turned. Gee whiz. <laughs> are they listening to these? Yeah. Oh. oh. Who's listening, though? I tell you who's listening. It's the listeners to Crack and Cove, the podcast that shines a beacon onto the bazaar. And I'm Matt. I'm a Benny. Well turned, our skin. How are I'm popping a wheelie, wasn't it? Really? He's popping Dove on Bully, we're like, wow, he's riding it! He's skiing on one ski! <laughs> oh god, there's one, there's one for no, better off dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, it's, I think the thing is, you see, that's a, that's a problem we have sometimes. Things happen like that, mm, you know. Yeah. Least expected, here we are, peaceful life in a lighthouse, nice and easy going, steady yeah. Eddie. Next thing you know, we're, we're, you know, our asses are falling out. Exactly, silverware, light steps, all sorts of shit. You forget how complicated it is. Right, well, let's take a step back, you know what oh. I mean? Do we need a shiny silverware? Do we no. We never even use them. We use his fingers most of the time. <laughs> yeah, that's true, is that? It's <laughs> point beans out of tea. Yeah, yeah. Fish finger sandwiches. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, I love it, you know what I mean? And blackened back step. I mean, most of the stuff out there is blackened anyway. Well, I mean, exactly. you know? And when it's not blackened, it's all washed clean by it. So, like the, the spring tides. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so fucking light's alright, isn't it? No yeah, one's crashing out there. It's only ships, isn't it? <laughs> it's not our ship. And as we always say, sailors are <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> really do. These are all they're just wrong and all wrong. Yeah, 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 that's it. Getting on a boat with them boys, Jesus, yeah. you know about it. They're not killing fish, they're not the boy in the barrel, aren't they? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the only the only sort of sailors I've ever had any uh, respect for usually is pirates. Yes, I do like a pirate. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. it. There's more of them about than people know. <laughs> Another thing I've always wanted to, I've always wanted the idea, Michael Palin did it once, I think it was around the world in 80 days or something, and, and he took a trip, sort of like, across one journey, on like a super tanker. Oh no, I thought about that a lot, yeah. you know, I saw that episode, and I really fancied that, just the bleakness of it, yeah. the slowness of it, just the aloneness, and just those tankers, you know, people around you. Do you know what, it's a chance to be bored. Yeah, just looking out at the back of it for days and days and days. And fishing off it. Oh my god, oh, it's rolling up that big 
chunky rig you've got on that. Yeah, oh, oh, fantastic. Mate. Yeah, tell you that time I, I know a bloke, and he, uh, he his, his chat up line with the ladies oh. was that he was a uh, he was a treasure diver. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's it. And he reckoned he was a treasure diver. And I'd seen him in action at this uh, this bar once talking yeah. about the, talking this last time. Saying, oh yeah, yeah, his, his main job is diving for treasure. Wow, right. that's impressive. And she's saying, what, what do you do? How do you go about it? She's, he says, well, you know, I've, you know, obviously you've got to do it on a bit of a budget. You do what yeah, you what yeah. you can. And he and he reckoned <laughs> he reckoned on right. He used to dive the back off uh, North Sea ferries. <laughs> Swan dive off. <laughs> no, he'd drop off at back. So he'd hold his nose and roll off at back. Like. And this is foot, foot, foot. Wait, so he'd dive and go around. And then they'd pick him up on way back. <laughs> The look on face were totally sceptical, right? And they sort of said, well, did, did you ever find anything? He says, hey, look at this, right? And he goes in his pocket, he comes out with a quid, right? And he gives it to him and says, you can keep that with a wink. <laughs> <laughs> that's brilliant. Did you succeed in it, though? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. keep that. <laughs> keep that, wink. <laughs> You got it framed up about the bedroom wall as well. Yeah, goodness, she's still telling tell now about this doubloon with Queen Z on it, 1983. <laughs> that's good, that's good. But you know what? We, we to, to bring it straight back to where we were. Yes. <laughs> Today we're covering a subject matter which is brought to us by a good friend of the show, Ed. Or Cheers, Ed. Yeah, Ed Munro. And he's, he's been a big friend of mine for, for a lot of years now. Uh, yeah, he's, uh, as Ed will always tell you, one of the most spectacular things I've ever seen Ed do was hit a roundabout in London on a tricycle oh. at such high speeds <laughs> that the photographer who was sitting on the back of the tricycle still taking photographs, <laughs> they went up on two wheels, oh. the cornered so hard on this tricycle and, and on two wheels and at such speed, never missed a beat, kept wow. on snapping. Amazing thing to say. <laughs> on a tricycle. On a tricycle. Ed was pedalling this tricycle so hard. In full tweed I'm outfit. I imagine it really little for some reason. Full oh, tweed. Yeah, full tweed. Yeah, it, it, it was going a hell of a lick. <laughs> well done, Ed. So thank you very much for this one, Ed. Because he's pointed out, really, it's a subject which is close to the cove's heart. Is it? All right. We have slightly covered this before in a much, much earlier episode, I believe. Uh, and this is about mass hysteria. Cool. So there's a bit of it going on again. Yeah. It happens every day, if you ask me, Matt. It's yeah. Just, just look at any news at the moment. It's like migrants at the moment, isn't they? Like, uh, let's have a mass hysteria about them. Look at them and don't look what we're doing in the government. It's like, well, I, they, call it, they call it a dead cat, don't they? That? Is it? Yeah, they call it a dead cat. Where it's there's something so shit going on that you can sling a dead cat. You want to sling a dead cat on the table so nobody notices what all the bad stuff yeah, is. Yeah. Everyone's looking at the cat. Nobody notices all the other absolutely, stuff. Absolutely, but yeah. that's a kind of hysteria. You know, they're trying to whip up and. Oh, it absolutely is. All, all they ever want in the mass public, in the public, is some sort. Of, they don't want quiet reflection and contemplation. They yeah. want hysteria. Yeah, yeah. But then again, that is a government-induced hysteria. Absolutely. You know that sort of thing. Was this is the this is the worst kind for the government. This is stuff that kicks off and happens without their control. Uh, this is the thing that the government's uh, frightened cool. of. Yeah, yeah. Governments are frightened of this kind of hysteria. Ooh, you know? it sounds good. So, and what we need to do, I think, without further ado, I think we should take a little dive into it. So let's get hysterical! <laughs> Thank you. 
the story that uh, Ed sent us a link to. And this, when Ed sent me it, I was like, I'm already all over it, our kid. You know what I mean? Yeah, you don't yeah. need to sort it. And I, I wasn't. I was a little bit kind of on the back foot. I was already looking at a different story. Uh-huh. But this is the one that Ed sent. And this is actually one from the World News. And it's by Rachel Hagen. And, um, and I think it might be from the independent newspaper. Yeah. It might not be. If if it's not, a, um, a apologies to Rachel Hagen. Not that she's listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not that anybody is. <laughs> <laughs> Nearly 30 fainting schoolgirls rushed to hospital after playing with a Ouija board. Wow. Yeah, this is a good one, is this, right? So this is actually in a... This is in Colombia, right? Right, yeah. And it was, it was in the um, Galeras Educational Institute in Pasto in the south of the, of the country, right? And it's 28 kids have been sort of messing around with a, with a Ouija board. Is this board. recently? Uh, very recently, yeah. yeah. This, is sort of, this, is, this, is date, this is literally sort of 8th of March, this is sort of reported from. Yeah, yeah. So this is, this is this month. Wow. You know, so basically these kids in Mexico, they've got themselves sort of like a, the old Ouija board. They've sort of set it all up, right? And they've, they've given it a whirl. Given it a whirl. I'm saying there was, were possible cases of anxiety in school students, said Hugo Torres, head of the school. Uh, informed the students' diagnosis had not been revealed. However, many parents blame the in-school use of Ouija boards. Wow. Yeah. Also known as spirit or talking boards, which spells out messages in mysterious way. In-school use of this. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, a quick history of the Ouija board, if anyone doesn't really know about it, you know what I mean? It was created in the US in 1886, was yeah. the Ouija board. Um, and it's been a fixture of occult law due to their alleged ability to communicate with the dead and give paranormal activity to those who use them. I mean, obviously, we've, we've, again, we've talked about it before, the reason it's called a Ouija board, you know, is yeah. we, yeah, uh, yes, yes. Oh, in, in yeah, French, I forgot German, that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they don't know that's, that's for certain. They don't know oh, that's right. for certain. It's, it's not nailed on, is that? That's yeah. one, of the, one of the things I believe it. But, but again, a lot of these... Um, uh, a lot of these devices and things used in that because it's quite not because it's uh, especially primitive, but the people who are superstitious and the uh, religions around these sort of things, or people who use them, sometimes are come from quite rustic and rural beginnings. Yeah. Because people, the high ups, quite often don't need to know the future of things. They already yeah. know they're doing well and they're rich. You know what I mean? <laughs> but people who are sort of like in times of unter- uncertainty will turn to sort of like uh, definitely that and like horoscopes. You can notice if someone's having a bit of bad luck or. They're a bit of a shit place in their life to suddenly turn to fucking yeah, horoscopes yeah. and it's like mm. <laughs> I've been thinking about this one of my things I've wanted to do for years I just wanted to write a monthly horoscope yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, just make it up. Yeah, yeah. Ah, that's brilliant. Yeah. yeah, just just make it up. But then again, I'd like to think I'm just kind of pulling the information straight out the uh, out the ether. Yeah. You know, yeah. but then because it's almost like divining, you know, yeah, I mean? that's yeah, the thing. True. Which divination in its own way is uh, it, it's it, it's valid. People yeah, talk yeah. to you know pulling things from the ether because let's face it, it's like the the biggest um, the biggest use, users of professional di- uh, divining. Uh, Dowsing rods, the professional yeah. dowsing rods, or people who are professional dowsers. Biggest market for them, Yorkshire Water. Wow. The water boards of the UK still use dowsing rods. You're joking. No. Wow, that's incredible. <laughs> yeah, so if they need to find a leak, one of the things they turn to. Even people, their own operatives themselves, carry dowsing rods sometimes. <laughs> Not all of them, but wow, some do. Wow, yeah. that's incredible. Yeah, and what else is that Jesus. apart from divining? Yeah, 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 yeah. Divination. So it's like, yeah, they're turning to that. So who knows what people could do? So yeah, I reckon I could make me own a, <laughs> 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 make me own a horoscopes up. But what's been happening here is, you see, it's... Um, 
The girls reportedly suffered from uh, fainting and anxiety and other symptoms at the school before being admitted to hospital. So they said, like, apparently what's been happening is these kids have all got hold of Ouija birds at pods. It's become like a little bit of a craze, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. And, and it's... Like a lunchtime thing. Are they, are they literally doing it in school or out of school? Well, this is the weird thing that's been happening. The rumour's been happening that they're saying that the kids have been u- using Ouija boards in class. So yeah. this is a little bit vague, is this? Yeah. But this is what we need to sort of notice. This is something, yes, it is a little bit vague, but they said, but apparently another group in November in Colombia, they said they also collapsed after reportedly using Ouija boards, and they said it was at the Agricultural Technical Institute of Hato, they said that about 11 students aged 13 to 17 passed out in a corridor. The teenagers were suffering from violent vomiting, abdominal pain, and muscle spasms. That's trippy, isn't it? This is it. Can this they understand the fainting of a couple, or even just the hysteria of one going, and then a couple faking it, others yeah. panicking and doing it. The children were passed out at the time they were found. They were short of breath, and thick drool was coming out of their mouths. Yeah, full possession. That's it, yeah. So this is this is the thing that it seems like. It seems yeah. almost like full possession. Wow. But let's have a little look at let's have a little look at that, that whole situation, that report. So basically what we're saying is is the parents are turning around and saying Ouija boards have been used in the school. Yeah. We think they might have been used in class. Yeah. They're not stating what the situation is, why they might have been used in class. Is it driven by the teachers, the headmaster? Is it just kids doing it? <laughs> is it getting help with the work or something? <laughs> <laughs> now what's French for yes? <laughs> what's German for yes? <laughs> but again, it's not like you're in class, it was anyone, anyone, yes, yes, uh, no, you know. Zuzu says it's this. <laughs> Your counting dot. <laughs> That's the exorcist, that's the exorcist. What, 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 where do you see exorcist? That's all I'll tell you. Okay. I've seen it cinema as well. <laughs> Big screen and little screen. Yeah, exactly, all good. the screens. <laughs> I love it. But this is the thing, so we don't really know. It's not fully stated. Now, this has happened again. It's happened before in November in yeah. a similar school sort of thing. The same Ouija boards were used, quote-unquote. You know, there's no fine. I mean, if it was me, it was my kids were sort of like things were things were occurring, Ouija boards being used, yeah. and they're saying like you know they're all falling ill and going absolutely mental and things. Then you'd want to know what the situation was, and you'd report it. You'd yeah, say yeah. it was actually sons on the Tuesday. The so and so happened, or the Tuesday the fifth. Uh, they're all together in a classroom. There's a teacher there having a big laugh with them all. Got the Ouija yeah. board out. They all started using it. Oh, so you think that maybe the teacher's involved? Yeah, to say. yeah, yeah. They're not stating one way or the other. This is what I find. And you would do, wouldn't yeah. you? Like on the break time, yeah. you'd really be serious about, it, wouldn't you? The, the, in the classroom, the quote the here, she wasn't there. Yeah, the, parent, the quote here is: many parents believe the children have been using Ouija boards in class. Wow. Now it could have been in break time. They could have yeah, been yeah. in the school toilets, all getting around. So, oh, yeah. quiet, not quiet. Let's all do the Ouija board. It's a bit scary. Or for whatever reason, yeah, Professor Snide's there, whatever he's fucking yeah. there. He's like, right, dark arts lesson. <laughs> yeah, no, see, yeah, it's, it's all that kind of shit. So you don't know. This Ooh, is that's juicy. I love the idea. Yeah. So your teacher kind of getting involved. They all freak out in class and start drooling, slobbering. Well, about. that's the thing. But again, in classrooms, quite often the finding is like, again, I'm, I'm of the opinion the teachers are no wiser than they are. I think yeah, it's you know yeah. the case of like we used to do it second year at high school. We, we, you know, we went through Ouija board phrases. That. And you're right about mass hysteria. Everybody wants it to work. Yeah. And he used to do it with this kid. He used to stamp. He used to write out on a piece of paper. Then you like cut a bit of 
you know, cardboard out something to go over it. You yeah, know, yeah. The, what, what's the name for that thing in the middle of that little... Um, oh, the planchette. Well done, Arky. <laughs> Boom! It's just like you didn't even hear me. You just drew and you just fired. How cool is shit? What <laughs> 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 one of them. But kid used to, you know, crack it. He used to put his hands over my eyes and say, look, Ben can't see, but he used to always give me a little crack so I could see out and yeah, yeah. spell all devil shit out and all that. And I'm all going, Everybody's freaking out and shit, you know, who are ace, you know what I mean? They, they must, I thought, they must know I'm doing it, you know what I mean? But they wanted to believe and they wanted to get all... I think there's a bit of that. Yeah. There's very much a bit of that where it's almost like it's a release in itself is the hysteria. Exactly. I, I, I think yeah. we might have discussed this before. It's like the whole idea of, like, during, like, the uh, 1800s yeah. when, when uh, people were bringing whiskey into America to amongst the Native Americans. Um, and the Native Americans were acting in a very particular way when they were very, very drunk, completely going wild. Wow. Absolutely wild. And people couldn't believe how mad everyone's going. Yeah. Did you have seen it? But that was part of their, their cultural reaction to being out of control. Wow. They reacted in a certain sort of way. Now, same sort of thing with like um, the very buttoned up, tight Catholic. Irish, yeah, yeah. So they're they're very 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 religious. They're not allowed to kind of let go in any kind of real way. You know what I mean? Apart from when they're drunk. Yeah. So the old Irish wake was a great excuse to sort of say, you know, you could, oh, throw off the shackles of all this sort of social constraint. Yeah. You yeah. know, you act like an absolute loon, cry, wail, pull yeah, your hair yeah, because yeah. Well, I'm drunk at the wake, yeah. sort of thing. You know, and this is a common thing for a lot of stuff. You could probably have you know tell people that they're drunk or the pissed or they're sort of like taking something and letting just go wild. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, humanity is looking for an excuse at any given time yeah. just throw off the cloak yeah, of yeah. sanity and exactly. become the beast <laughs> <laughs> yeah baby <laughs> and I think that's what a lot of these situations are yeah. so I think what we need to do is dive even deeper deeper Arky uh, deeper Arky and have a little look at some further examples of mass hysteria Ooh, that sounds lovely <laughs> that sounds lovely It, you were sort of saying about sort of like drawing your own planchette or something. Oh, yeah. Uh, a mate of mine was telling me about a, a lad he knows and what he used to do on a little piece of paper. Um, he used to draw a, a two, well, four lines in a row. Yeah. Right. And then he'd do sort of two lines on the way down. Yeah. On each side. And then do little crisscrosses. Oh, right. And it looked like a little pair of women's legs in stockings. <laughs> and he used to wank over that. <laughs> You and you did it. Oh, that's weird. I've heard about people drawing their own palm before, and that, that is like, you know what I mean? That's the maddest shit ever. You know what I mean? You got, you can like think about it and nearly see it in your mind, can't you? Like, imagine a big pair of wobbly knockers now. <laughs> I can see them. You know what I mean? Big dummy nip nips and everything. Why, why draw it? That is fucked up. Wow. <laughs> But no, the story that I thought Ed was telling me about yeah. uh, is this is in Iran. Now, this has been running and running. Oh, this. Yeah. cool. Right. What, what, do you know a bit about well, it? Well, I know that there were poisonings happening. Then it's suddenly gone countrywide. That's the last I heard of it. That's so, right. Yeah, yeah. This, know, this is it. Because I were really wondering about that. I'm thinking, wait a minute. Not against 
it's the teenage girls that were getting me. I'm thinking, God, that is like possession. You hear a lot of like possessed yeah. stories, or suddenly you know, like selling witch trials, all that sort of stuff, stemming from that energy that are uh, uh, teenage girls. Well, this is this is the thing. So basically, what's been happening? Uh, Standing one school first, there was a, there was a uh, spate of poisonings in a school. Yeah, and um, there was uh, there was uh, symptoms included: fainting, nausea, shortness of breath. And unpleasant odours on the school premises. Now, I don't know if you're aware of it at the moment in Iran. There's been there was a. Uh, in fact, you are aware. I know you're aware. There's a, a there's a young a young lady. She was seen on the street with like the the hijab was or a headscarf was slightly loose, yeah. and it showed some of her hair. And she, and the, the sort of like the, they they have two sets of police. They have the they have the ordinary police and they have like the morality police. Oh, now, you know, I mean, I do respect a lot of cultures. These guys are arseholes. If you've got morality police yeah, in yeah. any way, shape, or form in That's your country, gone. they are arseholes, yeah, yeah. and they are—they're just wrong. They yeah, are absolutely yeah. wrong. I'll stick by that. Absolutely. So basically, these morality police thugs came round, saw her, gave her an absolute, a really hard time of it. You know what I mean? She oh. kind of fought back and told them where to go and everything. Yeah. They next thing they got her in a van. Beat her to death in a van. Oh Jesus! Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, they beat her to death in a van. There was a, there was oh. a ruckus. There was a fight. They reckon she'd had. They reckon something like she had a heart attack or something. Oh you know? no! This was a. This was about towards the back end of last year. Oh, this. it's fucking disgusting. Next thing you know, the Iranian school uh, or the student population. They kicked off. Good. Now, yeah. you, now it's very, very difficult in Iran to kick off yeah, because yeah. these, uh, these, well, the, the morality police for a start are very powerful. They're armed. Yeah. Uh, they sort of like started. They cracked down as hard as they could. Uh, the ordinary police waited in as well. They started oh, fighting geez. him. There was just wholesale ruckus. Many people have died in oh, this aggro now. A lot of young people. I think they're, they're so incredibly brave. They're like, yeah, it's, you know, it's you're life changing to stand up. They know your name forever, don't they? Yeah, the, this is still it, yeah. stand up. They've and been go spiriting people away Fuck by the yeah. hundred now. Basically, sort of midnight uh, raids going around. You know, trying to get the ringleaders and things, snatching school children. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, teenagers and stuff from from yeah. the uh, their own homes in the night. Oh. Absolutely shocking state of affairs tense situation going on in Iran really yeah, really yeah. harsh next thing you know you've got the gas attacks occurring in these schools gas attack that is a thinking the thinking it could be gas attacks of these poisons smelling somewhat unusual in yeah, the school this is it you know so as I said before you're getting your fainting nausea shortness of breath all that kind of stuff yeah, like, yeah. luckily there's been no deaths now it's gone from one school to another, to another, to another. Now it is absolutely spread, right? It, and it's gone throughout these schools. These kids falling, dropping like flies, right? It's just really good. Now the supreme leader of Iran, the Ayatollah Ali Khamenei, right? He said last month he's called for the perpetrators of this unforgivable crime to be tracked down without mercy. And he has said anybody when they're found guilty of this, it's instant death. He's going Mother to execute them. Are they doing it and they're just trying to pin it on some other? And they've just got a, a cherished badge to kill? What has happened here is there's no gases. Wow. There's been over a hundred arrested. Uh, they're saying they think they've found the perpetrators. They haven't oh. found the perpetrators because this is hysteria. Yeah. Nothing has occurred. This is a classic case where the... The, it's a tense situation. Yeah. The pupils involved are uh, in. They've had enough freaked out, aren't they? They're freaked like out. Their yeah. own kind of. If you can't stand up and shout, no, I think this is wrong. I want to do. I want to be free. Yeah. You kind of physically freak out, don't you? In That's a sense, right, or yeah. 
pretend it's gas or just yeah get hysterical yeah it's got a hysterical yeah this this is the thing so it's like these things have got to you know hit a kind of peak where they've completely it's just exploded it's like yeah, a pressure yeah. cooker so these kids basically these poor kids have basically had hysteria gone to pieces scream shouted carried on alarming wow. you know what I mean and just gone to pieces but the government I personally think my opinion of this is there the Iranian government have decided Ahoy hoy, yeah. we can use this to our advantage. Yeah. Why do we look now for people who we can blame for this? Say it's their fault and make them arrest instant death. Fucking hell, I feel so bad for it. We've cut touching it before. The Persians, you know what I mean? They're like cool as shit and they're just oh the Alatolum knobhead or whatever his name yeah, is. I'd steady on that. So I just found you wading into deeper and deeper. Oh Lesky! Let me swim back. Well, <laughs> I'm back, I'm back, I'm dry, we're okay. Well, I do I do think the the issue quite a lot of the time is uh, a lot of these countries were very cool in the 60s and 70s. Yeah, were very yeah. sort of like open and things were fine. It, I think it's any religion in any situation that cracks down and inhibits people's freedoms. Yeah. doesn't matter what the religion is. It, it, as it has been, it. Christianity has done it, the Muslim faith yeah. has done it. I mean, we're, a lot of people listen to podcasts at the moment about uh, Scientology is doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Loads of different sort of like other, uh, other religions are doing this. A- any point when a religion inhibits the natural freedoms of people, yeah, I think you're going down wrong paths. Absolutely. That's the thing. So it's not just about this religion or that religion. God, that's fascinating. That's the end of that kind of pressure, that kind of freak out is to, I wonder if they're, they're doing it on purpose or is it a natural, is it just hysterical getting sick and barfing and carrying on? Well what I think we need to do and I think we need to have a little bit of a deeper dive on that. Deeper Arky! <laughs> deeper! <laughs> and then we find out what the heck's going on. Yeah please baby. <laughs> us on to something which is a little bit more revealing it starts because I don't want to turn and say oh it's this our kid or it's that because I think nobody can say that yeah, nobody yeah. can fully say it's this it's one thing or another this is the trigger which causes that you yeah, know absolutely um, because this is one from Afghanistan. Mm. Now, obviously, again, it's a place under a lot of pressure, yeah, a lot of yeah. issues going on in, in that particular country. This one was actually originally published in uh, 2013, and this is from a paper called The Peninsula. And I've noticed a couple of things in around that area. Yeah. I think it's, I believe it's a Qatari publication, is The Peninsula. Yeah. But this is just something I managed to find on a one link after another after yeah, another, yeah. and I found this as a rundown. It was, this is in Kabul, 2013. Afghan, uh, Afghanistan's education minister has threatened to punish schoolgirls who claim to suffer from alleged poisonings. Weird. When's this, our kid? This is 2013. Wow. So this is 10 years ago now. Yeah. You know, but I mean, this is still at the time where there's that massive change, basically going from like the um, the. the uh, Taliban. Uh, well, it's the Taliban being in charge, but mm. to our sort of like, uh, or the administration, the American or the, the Western yeah, yeah. administration that took over for a while. It's obviously took ta- over. Yeah, 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 but that's basically, yeah, yeah, yeah it is. It's, and again, the Taliban are in power again now, so yeah. it's like, you know. But um, the report goes that uh, scores of girls' schools have seen mysterious mass faintings, nausea, and similar symptoms, often blamed by police and the media on poisoning by Taliban insurgents or gas leaks. 
So wow. yet again, same symptoms. There's no lab evidence of poison or other toxins found at any of the schools. No deaths have occurred. And the girls are often discharged after only a few hours when they've basically had a chance yeah. to kind of calm down, you know? It's in the latest case, 200 girls were reported to have been poisoned at a school in Kabul on the 1st of May, causing screaming, stomach aches and vomiting. Same Please, symptoms yeah. as the last school we were reporting to. Um, they said... Um, this is Gulam Farouk Wardak, right, told a press conference on Tuesday. I think he's, he's the uh, education minister. Yeah. He says, if I find anyone saying I'm poisoned <laughs> and the poisoning is not proved, I will punish the student. Wow. He says, I will punish the teacher. I will punish the head teacher. I will punish the school director. <laughs> Steady, old lad. <laughs> he is determined to crack down on causes and all outbreaks of what he calls psychological illnesses among the girls. He says, when one girl faint, when one student faints, it spreads around, and everyone might think it's poisoning. The minister's spokesman said. Wow. Because if you think about it. It's- it ain't possession, you know what I mean? But that bit about how fast it travels, that trend, you know, and that attention that person gets when they do it, and other people wanting that attention, and how fast it'll spread, you know what I mean? Is it something down that rabbit hole? But uh, what are you saying? Uh, well, I mean, I don't know how qualified you are, Benjamin, <laughs> <laughs> to say it's not possession. Mm, that's what I mean. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm not qualified at all, I kid. I'm just, I'm just thought. <laughs> I'm really not. It's presumptuous of you, young man. <laughs> it does really make me well, feel. You've got to remember, you are. You're at Crack and Cove. Yeah. We're gonna look at this. Oh, can Perhaps we? Perhaps we should look deeper again. Deeper. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm thinking, what we need to do is go roll straight into a different case. Go on, baby. Let's go. We need to look at a Malaysian school this time, right? And we are going to go back to 2016. So this is from Emma Henderson of The Independent, right? And she reports that school in northern Malaysia has been forced to close (laughs) amid claims of screams being heard. Wow. And a sighting of a black figure. Crikey. So local media called the case mass hysteria, bang about, and it began about a week ago. So a week ago, this will take it into the sort of like uh, uh, early April. So this has been early April 2016. This is so this is a few years after that last report we're talking about in yeah, Afghanistan, yeah. you know. And the school is located in the city of Akotabaru, and it was closed on Thursday following three attacks of hysteria, as they're calling it. Wow. Right. So principal Sitahawa Matt said all the victims had described the same black figure. And by Wednesday, 50 pupils suffered the attacks, along with 11 teachers. Wow. Attacks? Yes. So several students said they'd seen the ghostly figure in the canteen, the hall, and the classrooms reported the straight times. The school, which is a school... um, Kelantan, which is 1,044 students and 84 teachers. It reopened on Sunday after authorities brought in Islamic traditional experts, scholars, and witch doctors. Cool. Yes. That's a gang, isn't it? That's, That's a party. A mob, isn't it? Yeah, this is it, yeah. But reports of the screaming and shouting continued, according to Free Malaysia Today. Norlailwati Ramli. A teacher of the school told school uh, told news channel Astro Awani, 
because when I was holding one of the students, my arms felt extraordinarily heavy. Right. So basically, what she's doing, she's restraining one of the students. Yeah. She grabbed them, held them, make sure they didn't harm themselves. Yeah. Bang! Suddenly, the child felt really heavy. Uh, I recited the Istikfar, which I, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, and it's upon it seeking forgiveness from Allah. It's like oh, a little, yeah, little prayer, yeah. right? Things were truly out of control at the time, but after the pupil recovered and went home, I then felt as though someone was hanging onto the left side of my body. Of my body. God. I saw flashes of black, like a black figure. Oh, God. Yeah. And now another teacher, Kamaria Ibrahim, she said she tried to recite verses from the Quran when she realized she was losing control herself. Wow. I saw a black figure, like it was trying to enter my body, but my colleagues were surrounding me reciting verses of the Quran. I felt like my head was bloated. I felt numb and tears kept pouring down my face. I silently recited the Ayatul Kursi, which is a verse from the Quran, over and over again. And then my head began to feel lighter after about an hour. So in 2012, the World Health Organization said an outburst of poisonings at a girls' school in Afghanistan, uh, right, that's what yeah. we're talking about, was most likely to be mass hysteria as opposed to a, 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 a Taliban plot. Yeah, yeah. So this, to me, is the nearest scrape we've got to sightings, possible possessions, mm. as well involving teachers. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. the teachers are involved as well. But it's not to say that they're not sort of like infected by the hysteria yeah, as well. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, you'd be able to get whipped up in it, wouldn't it? See, it all kicks off. It's really hard keeping it clear in situations like that. But. Well, I think one thing we've found, which is a common thread through a lot of these so far, apart from the Ouija board one, is these are actually quite devout, sort of like a, a, um, religious Religion. schools. Yeah, yeah. But to double back on that, that's not to say the Colombian one, which was at the first, the case yeah. with the Ouija boards. Um, Devout Catholic area. Yeah, isn't it really devout? Yeah. Yeah, so these these are areas where the big fear of all this sort of stuff really comes down to sort of like. Uh, Devils and evil spirits? Yeah, possession. Yeah. Our possession. You know? So By the power of Christ! What's that from? Yeah, uh, Smurf Tally. <laughs> <laughs> but he also, that I, I particularly like that phrase because it was used um, uh, in a, an Alice Donut record, was that? Oh, yeah. Power, yeah. Of, power of Christ compels thee. Oh, yeah, 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 I've never yeah, heard yeah, that one. Yeah, it's cool. good. I can't remember the name of the, the, the song, but I like a bit of Alice Donut. Oh, there it is. Good band, yeah. 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 So, again, well, so there you have it. We're, this is basically coming down to being a, a, a Muslim, most of them being Muslim states. Yeah. Not necessarily just picking out the Muslim faith. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Something that can be, uh, it's just faith hysteria. itself, isn't it? Faith, and they're health. so similar when you look at the books, really. You know what I mean? All right, they, they are different towards end. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's true, true, but it's, we had to... <laughs> Spoiler alert! <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, all right, I ruined that with someone. Quick clue, he dies. <laughs> Bert. <laughs> yeah. Third day. I'll say it's third day. Yeah, that, get mate. to that bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if you're reading the Quran, that's not the end. <laughs> book three, kid, it's ace. Yeah. <laughs> if you're Jewish, book two is just bollocks to yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. They've only got one, haven't they? <laughs> <laughs> I suppose it's like a lot of things, isn't it? You know, I, I really like The Hobbit. You yeah, said it goes yeah. a bit far into other books. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some of them are really, and you're like, nah. Yeah, that's I'm all right for that. <laughs> Talking bollocks. <laughs> Some are really. 
Have you ever tried to read it, man? No, I won't, because you said it, and I'm like, fuck that. I'm not, if you can't read it, I ain't got a chance. <laughs> It's wading through treacle till my million is. Oh, Sometimes Lord of Rings is though, you know, son of all them lot. I didn't know need to know all that, you know what I mean? Back end of Lord of the Rings. Man. Yeah, it is, it's oh, terrible. Christ. That movie as well. That's like Brookside or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hard work. Mm. So that's the thing. So what we're basically looking at is that people are becoming absolutely overwhelmed by yeah. sort of religious fervour and could we argue that if you believe in demons and and spirits, you are open to possession by them? Yeah, in a way, innit? You know, you'd just shack it off if you didn't believe, would you? you know well, I, I've you never heard the case of somebody who doesn't believe in demons and devils yeah. and things. Atheist uh, possession is, yeah. yeah. Wow, sounds oh. like a good band. It does, <laughs> yeah. It does, it's a metal it's band, isn't it? metal band, atheist possession. <laughs> Let's get some leather and start <laughs> it. <laughs> But that's the thing, so so we've basically got here, what I'm finding of the correlation we're getting here, right? Because mm. I read a note, I found a further report on these schools. Yeah. Now, uh, this is somebody called uh, Robert Bartholomew, right? And he wrote a book uh, uh, on uh, MPI, which is what we used to call mass hysteria. It's now called yeah. mass psychogenic illness, wow. MPI, mass psychogenic illness, right? And he says, this school's in Kedah. This is where one of these schools was that, uh, in Malaysia. And he says, it doesn't surprise me this outbreak is in Kedah. It's one of the more conservative and devoutly religious states. A typical day at one of these boarding schools reads like a page from 1984. Where every aspect of living is rigidly controlled and people are treated like numbers. Frustration and anger build up over weeks and months. Under these circumstances, in the stricter schools, strange behaviours tend to emerge. What is so extraordinary is that these shy, seemingly naive and politically powerless schoolgirls usually get their way, with outbreaks of mass hysteria drawing attention to what they see as unjust rules and poor living conditions. Episodes give a voice to the voiceless, as community leaders and government officers will press school officials to ease the rules. But he adds, this is not manipulation. I cannot stress enough that this is not a conscious process and the girls are not faking it. I'm still 50-50 split, like you say, if there's someone at the end of the tether, just too pushed into that corner and they freak out they don't really know what they're doing but they're just freaking out or are they just so open for that demon to slot in there and take over you know is it, is it perfect conditions for demons well what was the perfect conditions for this happening the most famous uh, which child I'm going to go yeah. back to it. You're get... straight on the money yeah. on the nail the Salem, yeah, the Salem witch trials yeah. that was the one that was the big one the Salem witch trials it was the perfect conditions where these were Powerless. First of all, there were women in that society. Yeah. They were completely powerless as um, because we're young people. I've got to say, they're not adults. They're young. They've got nothing of them. Yeah. The weakest link in it. All. And suddenly their names are known. They yeah, are yeah. almost like the celebrities of the time. They had yeah. power beyond yeah. their dreams. And beyond their years. Like yeah. you say, we still know their names now because of what those actions that yeah. they took and decisions. One finger pointed. I mean, can you imagine that now, just having that power, point a finger, next thing you know, by by lunchtime, they're burning at a stake, just yeah. about. You know well, it I mean? happens all the time with cancel culture. Yeah. 
true. I mean, you did it before. Point that finger, shout nonce. And next yeah, thing you know, oh, all social wrong, media accounts yeah. deleted. Nearly got Gary Lineker, didn't he? And he's clearly got his job back. As well. well, I don't think he got Katie, but his aim was it wasn't going to be. Well, I looked at it at all. I don't even know what he's supposed to do. <laughs> Waded out in a deep well, water. see all Gary Lineker. He's got his job. He ain't got his job. Oh, the fuck I love it. You get so close to saying Gary Glitteritz. <laughs> I saw all that image of that with an old them kids on that other episode, and that when he's on that boat. What do you mean? It's another episode. You need to cut that shit. Out. <laughs> remember that one with Africa Star? I, I do. I do remember the one actually. Yeah, I just that wanted you to funny. describe it a little bit. <laughs> Basically, we're talking about Gary Glitter actually being like, for soon for that shall be. <laughs> Everyone following Gary Glitter because he is the leader of the pack. <laughs> All these kids marching after him, you know. <laughs> well, for, I mean, just just as a little side note, basically for the for the our um, our overseas listeners, do yeah. we do have overseas listeners? Um, there is basically a football pundit who's very famous for selling crisps. <laughs> <laughs> Amongst, uh, he, he's the guy who reports on soccer or football on, yeah. on, on TV. One of the biggest TV shows we've got is called Match of the Day. Saturday and Sunday on the evening, peak viewing times, the show the football. This guy's on telly talking about it. I can't see the attraction. I know. Just, Jeez, I can't, what, what a ball. Yeah, what a ball. Yeah. So, so on a Saturday night, everyone sits down, cracks a beer, and watches some guy talking about football games that have been on for the day. Uh, you know, it's not for me. Yeah, for me. But fair play to Gary Lineker is we, because we, our immigration policies have changed. So we, we've got an issue at the moment with that small boats coming over. Full of absolutely desperate immigrants, yeah, yeah. Uh, or, you know, and they're trying to just find sort of asylum in a country, really. Yeah, yeah. You know, and all there's a lot of people coming over. It is, excuse the pun, it's a drop in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of people who are actually coming over, so it's not yeah. that bad. It's not a big problem, but people have seen it as like a political pivot point. Oh, so like we were on about it earlier on, and they're trying to get hysteria out of it. Yeah, they it. are, you know. So, but, they, but basically, because they're trying, our government's trying to ban people coming over. Gary Lineker, a football pundit famous for hmm. selling crisps, has spoken out on it on Twitter. And the BBC has, has tried to silence him, shut him down, sort of take yeah. him off TV, you know, basically. Well, is he just saying, look, it ain't a big deal, just chill out about it? Or? No, 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 he's turned around and said the, the government's acting like Nazis. Ah, that's great. <laughs> yeah, Good he, on he's spoken up Go in on, a way. It. Yeah, he's spoken up and basically said the, the rhetoric and the, the words used and the phraseology used and the way we're going about it is how the Germans went against the Jews in yeah, World yeah. War II. And this is like the, like those riots in Liverpool. And I know some stuff happened, but they whipped them up into a frame. And this is outside detention centres. It's like basically dickheads, and you are dickheads if you're doing this. Is is writing outside detention centres because they're thinking that the uh, the people inside these poor people trying to find asylum are, are wrongans and they're, they're the trouble. They're not. They're just people trying to find you know find shelter. Yeah. But um, but it's a, this is a deeper issue than it is for Crack and Coke. Yes. Yeah. But um, but but the issue they had was that, that this one football pundit is talking out, sort of speaking out, and the same. It's a Legal for a BBC representative or BBC employee to talk politics, right? Mm-hmm. Yet, yet, who was the guy who was always pushing the Conservative Party, always stepping in, making political statements? Somebody who was a big BBC employee who was constantly chumming up to the King or uh, Jimmy <coughs> Savile. Jimmy Savile, <laughs> oh, spokesperson yeah. for Margaret Thatcher. Yeah, he has been seen, or he was seen, time and time again. In a bus saying vote conservative, with wearing t shirts saying vote yeah, conservative. Yeah, so when it suits him, yeah, it's absolutely fine if it's conservative. 
conservative uh, and you, you want to suck my king yeah. up. And so all you need to do is, is, is type in your search engines, uh, Jimmy Savile Conservative Party, and see what you see. Uh, and then sort of like... Uh, he's the tip of ocean. We've gone nowhere with Jimmy, haven't we? the ocean. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> tip of the iceberg in the ocean. <laughs> Drop in the ocean, tip of the iceberg. That's the lie. God, it's bad, isn't it, though? I never yeah. thought about his political pushes and that, and he won't, won't he? Yeah. He's on a bus. Yeah. Fuck, ugh, oh. twat. <laughs> <laughs> so let's steer the ship back to where we came from. Yeah, please, safely back, our kid. <laughs> let's get it back to where we were talking about. <laughs> Hysteria among people, under political duress, yes. you know what I mean? Or sort of like a social duress. Or religious. Say. Yeah, or religious mm-hmm. duress. Yeah, I think religious is probably the term we should be using. That's but why I'm here, our kid. <laughs> <laughs> steer that boat back. <laughs> I, every Monday I'll say I need to go to the doctors with my poor poor ass. Ah. Oh god, is it still that bad? It's fucking getting worse. Oh man, I've got a fucking special chair. What I keep wondering, oh have I got spine cancer? Oh don't hear that. <laughs> cancer the ass spine. I'd hate cancer like that. Yeah, oh. it's just the worst, isn't it? I don't want to think about the big sea at all, it just grims me out. <laughs> I swim and just swim off and just die before it gets me. I couldn't wait for it. I don't like it. No. <laughs> you all got Ben. It was the uh, it was the big sea. Yeah. What was it? What cancer? No, the sea. <laughs> yeah. He got the sea, swam off into the sea. Into the Never sea. saw him again. Yeah, big sea got him. <laughs> Cold scarf, the good end to me tail, isn't it? <laughs> Death by pun. <laughs> I might keep that in. <laughs> it's good enough, isn't it? Yeah? Earlier on, there, a newspaper called the Straits Times. Now, that was uh, something I think it was a Qatari kind of newspaper, oh, yeah. and it was like covering these sort of cases in that that area. Mm-hmm. You know, sort of looking at a few. So, what I thought we'd do is just have a quick rundown of a few. That uh, Lee Mincock, who <laughs> <laughs> who is a reporter for the Straits Times, they looked into a little bit of this kind of information, sort of just like a because these things were going on. They thought, right, quick, let's have a quick quick rundown of what's yeah. that occurred. So an interesting one here was the General Electric Television Appliance uh, Factory, right? Uh, 1973. This is in Malaysia. Yeah. A case occurred that the company's flattened factory in Boom Keng Road, where eight female employees became hysterical. No report of a second incident, but on 17th of January, a third incident was said to have happened with as many as 25 women on the factory's board assembly line that were affected. So basically the whole place, three incidents, there's yeah. no information on the second incident, three incidents in one factory. They had to basically shut the place down temporarily, Whoa, right? Hell. One woman said, it was frightening. The women went into a trance and started screaming. Shit. So they basically completely locked down, went frozen, catatonic, and just started howling. Oh my god. Right? Another said they did not take the first incident seriously, but it certainly gave concern when another 12 became hysterical on Tuesday the 16th and then about 25 on the 17th. Wow. 
So, employees also claim they saw visions of a teenage girl lurking in the washroom for several nights. God. Yeah. So, Bomos, which is holy men, and Buddhist monks held daily seances during the outbreak as incense was burnt and holy water sprinkled on two blocks of the factory. They basically did like a fucking uh, an exorcism to get rid of it, right? The Pon Pon Food Factory, right? A factory in uh, October 1973, the same year. A dozen female workers struck by mass hysteria at the food company's factory in Little Road off Upper Paya Lebar in October 1973. This place dry, uh, produced dried cuttlefish and employed about 120 workers, mainly women, and they were the ones who were taking ill, same sort of symptoms of hysteria. 1977, which is the Telecommunications Authority of Singapore, a factory there, right? A group of women start screaming and struggling with those who tried to calm them. And it just sort of like whooshed through the whole factory. Oh. People, one after another, after another, they became almost possessed. They later dis- declared, right, after they'd gone into trances and started vomiting and frothing at the mouth, they said that a djinn had entered Whoa. their body. So the djinns had got into the place, right? So the, the hysteria affected 16 telephonists as well. So like in, in the office area, they yeah. completely lost it too. So they, uh, they, um, they were taken to hospital because one was taken to hospital with a minor injury, basically from thrashing around, she hurt herself, which yeah, was discharged yeah. later that day. All the le- rest recovered perfectly, no illness. Oh. Woodsville Secondary School, 1979, yet again Malaysia. There was a lot of like British, uh, not British, there was a lot of American influence in the area at the time. Yeah. So a lot of American factories, things being built over there. And so there was sort of like quite kind of. Um, uh, shall we say, sort of American influence to yeah. the schools and all the you know, infrastructure over there at the time. April 24th, 1979, at noon, uh, 48 students became hysterical during this outbreak. Outbreak. So for three days, a frightening epidemic sent one student after another into frenzied, trance-like states. Some cried, shivered, started eating grass and empty glasses, what? crunching their way through glasses, oh, right? They stared in empty space with open eyes while performing a Tai Chi type of dance movement called the Kuda Kapang, an ancient Malay wedding dance. Wow. So the eating glasses, staring, screaming, going through these weird dance motions, right? Some were restrained from their violent fits by teachers. No one could communicate with them during their violent fits and trances. Fucking hell. That's bad, isn't it? You're just making me go more possession side than hysteria. That's what hysteria. it feels like, yeah. Six years after the first outbreaks at General Electric Television Appliance Company, so the 1973 was the first one, another mass outbreak. 20 women were overcome by mass hysteria, screaming hysterics, foaming at the mouth, same sort of thing, staring into the distance, right? Another unnamed electronics firm, 1975, in the 1979 in the Bedok South facility, right? It was struck with mass hysteria over two consecutive days. The, the problem, which had been especially prevalent in labour-intensive industries, mostly electronics and textile firms, warranted a closed-door discussion between the senior executives of various companies and the ministry for on April 1980. What they kind of realised was these places, it's like the Apple factory in China. 
Well, not here to that. Well, basically, what it is, they're using. It, well, if you, well, great example is in the Apple. You know, making your iPhones and all yeah. that sort of stuff. You go to your Apple factory there, and it's on multiple levels. Is the Apple factory? You know, yeah. uh, and these balconies. It's you know, it's, it's quite a beautiful factory. The weird thing about the Apple factory is there's anti-suicide netting on all the balconies. Jesus. Because the pressure to perform and to build and to create these amazing devices wow. is so high and so much pressure. They're even locking people into these factories to work uh. Uh, against their will for certain shit. Oh you my know what I mean? God. Because they need these devices. This was what was happening in Malaysia. Right. America had shifted manufacturing for a lot of their sort of like uh, uh, what they consider inexpensive things like televisions yeah, and yeah, um, yeah. Um, garment manufacturing, things like that. Moved it all away from America to cheaper places like yeah, Malaysia. Yeah, yeah. Built it and invested these factories over there. But the human rights violations that were going on were absolutely shocking. Right. So these people were under vast pressure. Vast pressure plus certain set of religious beliefs and understandings yeah, yeah, yeah. creates hysteria. Wow. Or, or does it open a doorway to possession? Well, it could. But as I said before about drinking whiskey under certain cultural um, uh, yeah. environments, people react in a way that's almost expected of them. Yeah, They're under yeah. pressure. They don't know what's going on. They don't know how to react because they never yeah, had to react yeah, under yeah. such circumstances before. What is their sort of say, well, it's not my fault. If it's not your fault, whose fault is it? The fault is... I'm possessed. I'm possessed. It's a demon. Right. Yeah. yeah. Going back to Irish, it was whiskey that did it. Yeah, sort of God, thing. Yeah. yeah. It's, I think it's a demon drink. Oh, <laughs> the drink. <laughs> oh, the demon. <laughs> wow. But yeah, so that's the thing. So the, this is like a rundown of those particular cases. Shows you that this is a huge issue a huge problem yeah, yeah. among these particular shall we say among those particular cultures at that particular yeah, yeah. time you know god that's fascinating isn't it going to gin though they're scary aren't they yeah. they're really i've seen I've, i need to send you some footage about that i've seen some gold recently really scary videos yeah. really horrible well i think we need to again i can see if if i get the time yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'd like to do a special on on not just the gin but yeah. to work across a few a few of those little things but the yeah, gin yeah. Uh, there is actually with there is i'll try and do a link to it there's a great uh, podcast on i think it's called the hidden gin or something like oh that. listen to that God, yeah, yeah it's good, decorating yeah. listening to that really like lady isn't it? yeah she's yeah. fantastic really 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 good uh, um, presenter of a podcast and actually although it's quite scary because it's all about the gin it's pretty chilling. It is, As in yeah. chillaxing, it's yeah, relaxing. Yeah, you yeah. just think, oh. She's got a lovely voice. And yeah, she's, that's she's got it, a lovely, yeah. calm way of discussing yeah, it. Yeah, brilliant way. Yeah. Great communicator. So, yeah, I think it's called The Hidden Gin. So, I'd recommend that as a podcast. Yeah. God, that's yeah. really. You know, I'm going possession until you said China and Apple Factory. And, you know, instead of getting possessed, they're just jumping off the buildings in a way, you know what I mean? With pressure. Well, so, so, you're bringing it back to hysteria now for me. Well, let's go back to China for that thing. What, well, what is the reason why they might be jumping from, or you know, committing suicide or killing themselves? What, why that reaction might be the case there? Why not a religious reaction? Oh, they got rid of religion, didn't they, really? Communist state, yeah. Oh, God. They don't have that natural religious outlet yeah, or, yeah. or demon or creature to blame. Yeah. There's nothing. pressure's too yeah. much. Fuck this, I want. So the only way to actually transfer that pressure, I can't cope. Yeah. Not because, and you haven't got the outlet of saying something's possessed me, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I've completely lost it. The only 
sort of person to blame is yourself. Yeah. And that that blame is in I can't cope. I should be stronger. You know, the great leaders could cope under these immense pressures. Why can't I? Because I'm weak and inferior, and I'm letting down the side. So what do I do? Top myself. Jesus. Terrible. Terrible. That is shocking. Bro. Dark, innit? one of the earlier examples of um, uh, this kind of mass hysteria, yeah. right? And there is going to be a correlation with what we're talking about, weirdly enough, right? And this goes back to a bit more of a sort of like a, a, a local area, if you like, and this is sort of like a, the, one of the, this is from The Guardian in 2015, this was recorded by the science editor and it said in 15th of February 1787, there was a woman in a Lancashire cotton mill decided to scare one of her co-workers <laughs> with a mouse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah. But the prank made medical history. <laughs> Terrified of the rodent, the woman on the receiving end had a fit that lasted hours. Oh, so God. she completely lasted, went into a catatonic state, had a fit. The next day, Three more workers suffered violent fits. The day after, six more workers. Whoa. Alarmed and mystified at the epidemic, the owners closed the mill amid rumours of a disease that brought in brought in by contaminated cotton. So this is about a hundred years after the Black Death, but yeah, during yeah. those seventeen hundreds, Black Death was still outbreaking and popping up. You yeah. know what I mean? That might be the contamination that might be thinking of, yeah, and yeah. the fear was still very real. Well, especially so, a bit cloth. Apparently, that were a big part of the Black Death moving it around. Don't that's it, right. Yeah, this is this is very much right. The the the, the, the gnats and the the fleas that were within these cloths yeah. carried the plague. Yeah. yeah, so that that could be part of the fear. When Dr. William St. Clair arrived from Preston to investigate, he found 24 people affected. Three worked at another factory five miles down the road, and he ended the epidemic swiftly. It was merely nervous, easily cured, and not introduced by the cotton, he concluded. Suitably reassured, all recovered and no more workers fell ill. Now, what we actually have there is a weird thing. It's an intervention by a higher authority that people trust. Yeah. yeah. Now, in a weird way, the Afghan leader that time we had in the yeah. early story turned around and said, "Anyone who's coming up with this bullshit yeah. is going to get punished. <laughs> I'm going to do you down. I'm going to kick your dog. I'm going to Oddly enough, it, it's not the right way of dealing with such a subject. Yeah. That isn't. But it probably works. I bet, yeah, I bet it does. The <laughs> consequences I mean? there, you're like, that's nah, right. Yeah, I don't it, do it's, this it's a cruel thing to say. What we need to do is th these are a. Uh, uh, this is a symptom of what's occurring here. Mm. This is a symptom of, of a bigger problem. Yeah. And you could probably stop the problem temporarily by saying, "Hey, look, stop this shit. You're yeah. all all right. You know what I mean." So on Wednesday, so I think this is a recent occurrence. Yeah. This. So more than two centuries later, and 65 miles up the A59 from Lancashire. 40 pupils at the Outwood Academy in Ripon, North Yorkshire, oh. had treatments for dizziness and nausea after four fainted in an Amistice Day service. 
Fire Brigade specialists dispatched to the incident found no signs of hazardous material, but the assembly hall had to, uh, was warm. So it's a warm room. Yeah, yeah. They're all in together. It all all it takes is stuff. a boring fucking teacher. It goes on forever, <laughs> doesn't it? Remember yeah, fucking like... going to mass? It used to send me fucking batshit. And you just stood there like, oh shit, I'm going to go wild. I know, just passing out all yeah. the time with it, yeah. So David Winspear of the North Yorkshire Fire Service suspects that a handful of children fainted with the rest developing symptoms driven by anxiety that rippled through the school. One student talked of a domino effect. Yeah. So that's what they're, even that's a witness saying, yeah, it was just the dropping like dominoes because wow. one went, another went. Yeah. People thought there's something wrong, bang, yeah. off the go, yeah. you know. Oh, there's a way out of it, you know what I mean? Yeah. But that actually proves there that, you know, so that is a, that's a, that's a, a modern example happening in a school in Ripon so North Yorkshire not a religious not particularly religious school either so this wasn't this was under certain circumstances where they were actually sort of thinking um, um, I think it was just the conditions themselves probably a high pressure situation in its own right the fact they're all in together it's all a bit all a bit warm they're all a bit under duress Um, again no religion involved it's just the case somebody sort of said oh I feel a bit sick because it's, it's warm yeah. next thing you know you're not say it, it, just, it just swept through the hole it's a weird situation you're too shy to go to the toilet in a way or you can't ask for a glass of water or open a window it's boiling the rattling on is it minute silence on that one then? yeah that's it yeah I'm, I'm, I still yeah. think that's something linking I bet it's yeah. something around that silence or that moment and then yeah. just doosh, one goes yeah. and just start, like, it just proves it those conditions yeah. that, and that's it and the, in fact weirdly enough the only way out because you don't think to yourself it's not like in the those conditions you can stand up and say do you know what I just need to nip out and get a bit of fresh air yeah. you can't yeah, yeah, you know you're just trap. thinking you're under pressure you, uh, yeah. so the only way to go is to actually sort of flake yeah, out and go yeah. for it you, you know see I mean? one thing and I'm feeling like yeah that's push. it banging or it might be even your mind it's doing yeah, it itself yeah. it's, like, that's, it's saying oh this isn't right you're feeling weird they're looking weird good night Vienna yeah, off button yeah. bang yeah, out yeah, you know that's the sort of thing yeah and there was another good one here from uh, 50 years ago um, well in fact more in this case is nearly 60 years ago this one was a case in Blackburn and this was school children as well, same sort of situation, right? It was uh, 300 children were infected in this one, or affected, should I yeah, say, yeah. not infected. It was a lovely summer's day in 1965 when hundreds of people, young and old, awaited the arrival of Princess Margaret. Yeah. So, once again, what we're talking about yeah. under pressure, they're all having to be on the best behaviour, yeah, yeah. all are standing in rows, perhaps a little bit of dehydration going on yeah, there, yeah. you know what I mean? So, among all these people waiting, there was 800 school children who were waiting in the cathedral's ground with their Union Jacks, waiting for it to come and re-hallow the newly restored Blackburn Cathedral. They'd been standing around under the hot sun for three hours, mm. right? Suddenly, one by one, they began to fall. Wow. A total of 140 of them collapsed, and the lawns around the cathedral were littered with the bodies of inert youngsters as St. John ambulance members administered hurried first aid. God. Most of the children have been there since early morning, and a lot have been uh, have come without having breakfast. And that, combined with the hot sun and the excitement, is causing them to feel faint. But the following day at St Hilda's Girls' School in Blackburn, ninety-eight children suddenly—it's fainting swept through them. Ninety-eight ki- children suddenly wow. keeled over. The whole lot got it as well. There, it happened there. Because they've been talking about it on that night, well, they, they, that other school must have heard about it. Yeah. And then it is subconscious in their mind, they just hit a, 
an assembly or some a similar kind of yeah. timing and bang. I tell you what, that it's a good job that I mean, in this case, if you look at the era, fifty years ago, so this is about nineteen sixty-five. This was occurring. Jimmy Savile was in his pomp. Oh. He'd been there with all these kids oh laying around. Oh my God! He'd been stacking them. I will help them. Yes, get them in the back of my Open quickly. Put them in the back of my van. Jingling, jingling, walking out. It's Christmas. Gary <laughs> Glitter, you need a hand. <laughs> leader and the leader. On his boat and his leather. <laughs> all the sixties pedos leaning out, coming Ralph out with a digger, there, shoveling yeah. them all up. <laughs> But this is the thing, this is the same sort of thing. They looked at all these children, right, sorted them all out, realised, I think they knew at this point it was yeah. hysteria, you know. So I thought this is, the, but they made sure everything was fine. Checked all these kids out, everybody was okay. The Monday, 54 children went again, yeah. that was it. Another massive wave of hysteria took the children. Wow. Three waves in Blackburn, all in, basically over amazing, one long weekend. Isn't it? Yeah, 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 that's it. Um, but they even said the preparations were made to fumigate the school. Doctors and health inspectors turned up, right? Um, they checked the drains, scraped paint from the walls and furniture, took water samples, sent snacks off from the schools, took shops to laboratories. Nothing was discovered. Why, well, it is, in it? They're just hearing it. Hitting that in conditions and boom, they're That's all it. going. That's it, they're all just going. Subconscious mind, man, wow. Yeah. It's absolutely mad, isn't it? It, it is no. mad, that is really mad. But it shows that, you know, the, the, the off-triggers and the access to the mind like that is yeah. just easily accessible. But um, what we need to move on to now is a subject which has not yet been broached. Before we get to the one that's not being said, I've just got a little one that I wanted to squeeze it yeah, in. Squeeze it in out, shoehorn yeah. it in kid. And this was in, uh, this is in Tanganyika. Now, the reason I wanted to sort of squeeze this one is, is because there's a continent we haven't actually covered yet. Right. But it's the place where most of these hysterias have actually occurred. Wow. So we've got to Malaysia and places like this. We've gone to the east. Yeah. Um, we've, uh, we've gone to Iran, that's it, you know. Africa. That is a place now. I mean, I started listing the amount of schools that was completely swept by hysterias in Africa of this type. We would literally be here for five hours. God, yeah, is it? yeah. Would it would it just go on and on and on and oh on and God. on these schools? The schools there because again, desperate situations. Yeah, hot country as yeah, well. Yeah. Um, Quite easily sort of prone to sort of religious sort of like sweeping sort of fervor yeah. going on in, in some of these schools because a lot of the time these almost like dueling religions. Yeah, so, for yeah. example, you might have like a very very strong stream of sort of like one version of Christianity in one school, yet at the same time there's a local yeah, religion which is still quite strong, local yeah. traditions which are still very yeah, strong. Yeah, yeah. So, there might be the case that believe very devoutly in Christianity, but they do believe in local sort yeah. of demon possession could yeah, occur, yeah, you yeah. know, and, and strange things. And of course, you know, it's a poorer country, as we said before, sometimes you do tap into divination, yeah. witch doctors, things to sort of like tell you, are you going to be all right? Yeah, Whereas yeah. if you are a much more secure society, then you don't need to not tap into and, these and things as much. Very, very strong on the you know the traditional 
uh, remember you know, like not the voodoo stuff but the, that little kid that got found in that in the Thames or something they, they were all dark blood. not black magic uh, uh, yeah no, black, well, yeah there was sort, sort, sort of ritual magic exactly times, yeah. there's something that's bigger than you think that's the first time I could well, dip weirdly it. enough there was a case I was going to cover today which is the, the, the kids just being co- discovered in uh, South Africa yeah. um, he was it, it, just like a local kid who just knew was always a bit of a bit of a scamp running around always begging yeah. off people so I've got a bit of cash got anything to win yeah, blah blah yeah. blah you know what I mean anyway we found screaming his head off yeah. Um, they found him basically in a ditch, this little kid. He'd been pepper sprayed. Oh. Uh, then they found he'd been injured, he'd been stabbed or something. Right, so I thought, oh my God, who's going to stab a kid? Then they realised his genitals had been removed. Oh. They'd been cut off and they didn't know where they were. Oh. So this kid's been basically been sort of, yeah, he's, he's had his... Been found? Yeah, so they well... I don't think being found. But I don't think they've been. They've taken them off him in a in a in a thing to sort of use them on something that's so on or something else. <laughs> no, I mean like some black magic ritual. Yeah, perhaps so. Yeah, so something's it. happened for that reason. So you know, you think, well, that's that's an absolutely barbaric, monstrous thing to occur. But yes, yeah, so this happened in 1962. This particular place. This is uh, this is in Tanganyika, which was once united with Zanzibar, right? So uh, 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 to become the modern nation of Tanzania. So that's what this is. Oh. Yeah. I was thinking Zanzibar sounds so exotic. It does, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the area we're talking about is just about late off Lake Victoria. And this epidemic started in uh, January the 31st, 1962, at a mission-run boarding school. Hmm, here we yeah, go. Here we go, yeah, in Kashasha. And it started with three girls and spread throughout the school, affecting 95 of the 159 pupils aged 12 to 18. Symptoms lasted from a few hours to 16 days. The teaching staff were unaffected, but the symptoms were just one thing. They laughed. Oh, no, that's worse than screaming. They laughed and uh, laughed and laughed. Oh, God, no. The, and it spread around the local oh. area. One by one, everybody started laughing. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> that's sinister. Oh, it went so far that it became the point the laughter reports were widely accompanied by descriptions of pain, fainting, respiratory problems, rashes and crying. All in all, a thousand people were oh, affected. A thousand laughing, people laughing? Laughing, laughing. laughing. <laughs> oh, no. Uh. Awful, isn't it? Oh, ain't ah. So what I'm going to get to, this actually gets us to the crux of what I wanted to say. Why the... Uh, uh, a subject we haven't covered yet, right? right? All of the cases. Have we got to see them one common occurrence? They're all girls. They're all girls. Yeah. Where is the male hysteria? There ain't any so far. Yeah. Maybe there is. Maybe there isn't. Sovenarchid. Oh, is it that time? <laughs> yeah, that. I'll tell you, no, I'm quenched. You've yeah. cove quenched me. It's been a big old uh, research. <laughs> I bet, mate. Wow. Since about half what, six to What a fucking can of worms, though. Oh, wowzers. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a good old subject, yeah, isn't yeah. it? You know really, I mean? really it's, good. Yeah. But as we said before, we can't leave it hanging. The one subject that we discussed before, mm. we, we, we suggested earlier, is where's all the blokes been going on? Uh-huh. You know, when all the hysteria's been going on with girls, primarily younger girls, 
But as we've mentioned before, that it was, and I didn't mention this at the Malaysian school, it was the female members of staff. It was all female uh, members of yeah. staff. They were the ones who were, were stuck on by what we're going to call hysteria, yeah. possession, who knows? Mm. But what I'm thinking, it's looking a lot more like towards the you know, hysterical side of things, you yeah, know? Yeah. But um, so what's been happening with the chaps? Why haven't they mm. been getting hysterical themselves? Well, perhaps they have. Shit. So we've got ourselves here. This is from uh, again the Straits Times, which is we've, we've talked a couple of times. We mentioned this, the Qatar newspaper and various things. It covers various things. This is going to be a bit tricky. This because it's basically it's an old newspaper report right, I've got yeah, right, yeah. and it's a brilliant headline. So this is from Tuesday, November the seventh, nineteen sixty-seven. And like I say, I will apologise because I'm basically reading from an old newspaper yeah, here. Yeah. The headline is, "Do not fear." Coro. <laughs> Coro. Coro, spelled K O R O. Do shit. not fear Coro. I'm scared of him already. Yeah. So we, we are actually in the, the Singapore area here for this particular one, but I'm yeah. going to move on from it as well. A panel of medical experts today pinpointed psychological fear as the main cause of the current Singapore Coro epidemic. This was their official medical theory at a health ministry press conference this morning. There have been widespread rumours over the past week that Coro is caused by e eating the pork of pigs. Which is the, the only place pork you get the pork of pigs. Or eating pork, basically. Wait, oh, no, sorry, wait, wait, no, wait, 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 sorry, I've read that wrong. The past week that Coro is caused by eating the pork of pigs recently vaccinated in a mass campaign to combat swine fever. Right, yeah, that's better. Pork of pigs sounded cool, I like yeah. that. I love pork pigs. <laughs> right. This has led to almost standstill in the sale of pork, both in the markets, uh, uh, eating stalls, uh, both in uh, in markets and eating stalls and restaurants. Yeah. So yeah. you can't move people. Suddenly you can't get pig. You, well, you can get pig, but nobody's buying it. Ah. That's the thing. The panel emph emphatically declared that there was absolutely no foundation whatsoever that Coro was connected with pork eating or the recent outbreak of swine fever, as this fever only affected pigs. Yeah. As for vaccination, they said it was only a combatant against swine fever and did not have any effect on other animals, let alone human beings. So since the October 28th, when the rumour first became that Coro was caused, caused by eating of pork, there's been an average 80 people daily called in the outdoor dispensaries of government hospitals claiming that they were suffering from the disease. Right. So what's basically occurring here? Now this is interesting, a couple of aspects of this we want to talk about. So what the, what the claiming is, they've eaten this pork, yeah. The claim's gone around that it's making your dick disappear inside yourself. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, that was the only time in history that men have gone into hysteria. It's about cocks. <laughs> about cocks disappearing, yeah. Oh. So, 80 people a day. And these are the ones who were actually even bothering to turn up to hospital, yeah, right? Yeah. Now, this is Malaysia, a predominantly Muslim country now, yeah. but of course they're eating pork at the time. Pork yeah. is again a, 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 a difficult sort of meat in the Muslim in yeah. uh, Muslim faith, you know. So I, I'm not sure. I don't have enough sort of information on it at the moment to say whether this was actually sort of an issue. Don't eat pork anyway. Yeah, People yeah. eat pork. There's an issue with pork. Why it is pork that's causing this issue? Although the vaccination is obviously an issue, but really, what's I don't know where they've got the idea of this. This is going to get them. But Coro is a common incident among certain cultures. This thing of like, you eat something, something happens. 
and your cock falls off. And you, no, don't fall. It disappears. It disappears inside oh, yourself. Yeah. It's this is a, when I said before we've not been to Africa. This is the biggest hysteria going among a lot of African men. Yeah. Is their cocks disappearing inside yourself? Inside themselves. It's like when your knacker gets sucked up. That's a frightening experience. <laughs> you know, I hear that. You know what I mean? When it goes the bollock. Yeah, you're like, oh, pop out, yeah. pop out. You're steal. massaging yourself. Yeah, you know? it's like, oh, they pop out. Oh, Horrible feeling. Uh, sickening feeling. And, and but this is this happens time and time again. The finding before it, again a lot of cases in Africa. We can cover loads of these. Yeah. But the amount of times these 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 fears, these crazies, these terrors occur amongst men uh, that their their dicks are disappearing in silence. But quite often it's caused by a witch doctor in an area. Wow. So what they'll be saying is, you know, they'll be running at the medical centre saying, "My doctor, my dick's disappearing. My dick's getting smaller. It's getting smaller, smaller, yeah. smaller, smaller." They're running in with weights and string and all sorts attached to their dicks to stop them go, going inside themselves. <laughs> these traps, That's right? So, funny. Yeah. so these things dangling up, the holding oh. on them like, God, you know, oh, <laughs> you, won't let go. you won't let go because if I let go, wow. you're going to get sucked inside myself. I'm going to lose my dick. Ah. These uh, the the shaman or, or the the people who think are doing this, the black magicians yeah. who are causing this issue, quite often you know obviously nobody's really done it. Yeah, you know, yeah. oh next thing you know they've got a fucking couple of tires around and they're being set fire to in the middle of the street. Jeez. This is the sort of thing that occurs because this this these panics and these fears sort of sweep through communities really really fast. <laughs> wow, that's a bizarre that it's men with the cocks in it. Yeah. That's really funny. Yeah, that's, that, that's, yeah. But I think that's where the men's main pressure of anything occurs. Yeah, isn't yeah. it? Absolutely. Yeah, the Massive lack of pressure mas- on that little old, little old man down yeah, there. Yeah, well, it's what it represents, isn't it? It's yeah, a masculinity, yeah. strength, power, yeah. control. Yeah, yeah. So there's situations where men are probably feeling lack of control, out of out of control. Yeah. They're not feeling as masculine, perhaps, as they might, once That's might it. feel, and they're feeling under threat. What is the main totem of their masculinity? Yeah. Their todger, <laughs> <laughs> and it's disappearing. Or Getting smaller and smaller and smaller. It's disappearing. Oh, that's terrifying, isn't it? <laughs> it's just pure Freud, isn't it? Yeah, you know, it's a Freudian thing. Oh, so that's what, and, and this is a, a common recognised condition in a lot of different states. Wow. Uh, that people are worried that their dicks are disappearing. <laughs> so, so whereas we hear all the time of like these hysterias running through schoolgirls in sort of like a, a, you know, your pupils in schools and things, yeah. feel, you know, these hysterias, the ones of men is a little bit less known about, yeah. but it's no less prevalent. In certain societies, I'm gonna to have to film it. It's smaller. <laughs> <laughs> it's only eight inches, our kid. <laughs> On <the> slack. <laughs> <laughs> Having trouble once again with the devil's doorknob. <laughs> <laughs> the devil's doorknob. <laughs> that was really good. Where did you get him from, you crazy bastard? <laughs> So, I think what we need to do is another monster episode. Wow, yeah. But, um, it, do you know, it's been fun to be back. And the fact is, we, we, we did one last week and it was bloody dreadful. <laughs> We've done all right so far, haven't we? Yeah. Well, that was a shocker, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just hard work. We were really, really tired. The subject matter we chose was the visual medium. Audio podcast. It does, doesn't work out. Hopefully, this one is going to be a bit more fun. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, it's like, so we're going to leave you. Be careful with the hysteria out there, yeah. guys. Yeah. It's been a bit weird, you know what I mean? What I suggest is 
have a little bit of a breather. Yeah, just yeah. Just take yourself out of the situation, you know what I mean? Just sort of say, and have a word with yourself, just sort of think, I'm not yeah, being yeah. hysterical. Chill out. Yeah. And if you're feeling a bit like you've got a small cock, let's face it, we all have. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so give it a bit of a thumbing. You yeah, know what I yeah, mean? It always looks a bit it, better, yeah. doesn't it? You know yeah, what I mean? Keep it, it warm, yeah. give it a bit of a thumbing. And if it still won't grow, what I find is if you just stick a finger up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> No, quite like a puppy, a pokey bum wank, is <laughs> oh, no, that devastating note, it's going to be a big bye bye from Matt. It's a bigger bye bye from Benny. And take care, guys. <laughs> there are three ways you may contact Kraken Cove. Either by email at podcast at gmail.com. On Twitter at Kraken Cove or Instagram at Kraken Cove Pod. Ha ha!